Allison and Gemma surveyed the dead end of White House Road. The barrier announced Grand Pont Nature Park on a city council placard, and the walking track beyond straggled along the Isis. The streets were sunk in smoky autumn silence, and fog from the river was just beginning to fur the view of the houses on the opposite bank, swallowing up the glow of traffic crossing Folly Bridge. This is where the victim, Peter Trebathan, would be found. He needs to be lying here, Gemma said, pointing firmly to the precise spot. She was in her element, laying out the crime scene as though she'd seen it dozens of times. With his body hidden in these bushes and his feet sticking out, some innocent passerby will come along the walking track and see his feet. She retraced footsteps that hadn't been stepped yet, and imagined Vic doing so too, one thick hand in his jacket pocket, like always, the other cupping a cigarette. He didn't take notes. She imagined him looking down at the body, and how the grey and black would look amongst the green and brown. She ditched her backpack and wriggled down into position as Peter's dead body. These houses wouldn't have been here in the 1950s, Allison mused, ignoring the pensive corpse at her feet. I wonder what was. Dunno, murmured Gemma. Leaves pressed cold and spiky against her cheek, and the hostile chill of autumn dirt gripped her shoulders through her school uniform. She thought of Peter, and of loss of how, in death, he unbecame everything he had been in life, the life she had made for him. He was popular and well-to-do, a rakishly handsome undergrad who rode for his college, and he definitely had some kind of secret, though the girls hadn't entirely decided yet what it was. Gemma thought of the murderer, that still shadowy man, but who would also be of her own making, just like Peter and Vic. She thought of him stealing away all that Peter had been with just the rough twist of his hands. And then she imagined Vic's hands. They were strong and weathered and unafraid, scrabbling at the ground, trying to pull clues the way a gardener pulls weeds. Alison's question finally registered, and Gemma clicked back into the present. She scrambled back to her feet and gave her friend an admonishing look. You're thinking about historical accuracy again, aren't you? Don't worry about it so much, we don't have time for all that. Alison frowned and remained concerned about historical accuracy. She observed once again that Gemma's understanding of their project seemed to be drifting further from hers. From theirs, rather, such as they had first dreamed it up together. And while Alison herself had found it hard not to get carried away thinking about it sometimes, those were just moments. And then she'd see the Harvard brochures on her nightstand, and she'd remember. She'd focus on the singular task they were trying to accomplish. But Gemma, she suspected, was starting to believe in a whole novel. Gemma was continuing on blithely. And that's the whole point of fiction. There can just be flats here or not if we want them. Maybe we'll want to have a witness at one of these windows, but maybe a witness that isn't credible for some reason or it would be too easy. A drunk or a paranoid old lady who hoards newspapers and smells like stock cubes. Alison frowned a different kind of frown. She had money, and this was an assenting, nodding frown. That's a good idea, actually. And perhaps there'd be another witness.
a first witness, who saw Peter walking toward here along the towpath, but the times wouldn't match up and there'd be, I don't know, a half hour or so unaccounted for. Gemma was excited now, and they huddled over the map together to plot this first witness. Would revellers at the head of the river pub make plausible candidates? Gemma remembered the homeless man they'd seen as they cycled here along the river from their school in Cowley. The man had been huddled beneath one of the boathouses. Everything about him had been the colour of the muddy evening, and they might not even have noticed him, were they not so constantly attentive on their murder research outings.